Could you use a smile? A ray of sunshine on a rainy day? Well, dear viewer and or listener, I have you covered. Today, this will be the last testimony I will give as a member of the leadership. Yes, we did it, America. We have done it. Good job. Good job. You over there. Good job. We have D. Pelosi, congressional leadership. Congratulations all around. And just for fun, let's hear it one more time. Today, this will be the last testimony I will give as a member of the leadership. Oh, it sounds so sweet. I think I found my new ringtone. Mm -hmm. For those of you who missed out, by the way, on your chance to get an official Nancy Pelosi sucks pen from Studios America, very sorry, because those suckers are gone and they're going to be shooting up in value. Probably like Bitcoin, $69,000 a pen anytime soon. But that does not mean you still can't own a reminder of Nancy Pelosi's suckitude for yourselves. Nancy Pelosi sucks mugs are still available. Yes, stewdoesmerch.com and Nancy Pelosi sucks t-shirts also available right this minute. That's stewdoesmerch.com. That's true. And you can use the code stew 20 and get 20% off your order. One more time with feeling. Here it is from Nancy Pelosi. Today, this will be the last testimony I will give as a member of the leadership. Stu does America. TV.com slash Stu is the place to go to subscribe to Blaze TV. Use the promo code Stu. Why not? It's going to save you 10 bucks. If you're watching on YouTube, I can't save you 10 bucks because it's free. But you can like this video right now and help us out. Click uh, the bell, follow the show, do all the things. Glenn Beck returns to the program with the latest on the war against groomers and the biggest stories of the year. Things are about to get really weird and scary on the border. We'll talk about that as well. But we start by doing Biden's accomplishments. And accomplishments isn't exactly the right word because we all know there's not a lot of good accomplishments from Joe Biden. He's been a complete and utter failure. But the media still has to keep up appearances. Let me let you behind the scenes here of, of TV. And, and, you know, I used to, we used to work at C I was in, working in the CNN building. We were at CNN Headline News for many years, uh, at least a couple of years. And then we were over at Fox News. And like the way these big cable networks work, one of the things you have to do is put together the su sort of supporting images uh, to do any monologue. Glenn would have a big, long monologue. He would go through it. He would say, this is basically what I want to say. And people would put together, the staff would put together uh, different graphics, like the one you're seeing on the screen right now. It says, Stu does Biden, Biden's accomplishments. They knew I was going to talk about Biden's accomplishments today. They made the fancy graphic to kind of plan it out. Well, I noticed something on CNN. And these are sort of passing things. Like you see something like this on the screen, kind of supporting what the person's talking about. You move on with your life. But not me. I was watching... In fact, I wasn't even listening to CNN. I just saw this graphic pop up on the screen. Let me show it to you. And it doesn't even say accomplishments, I should point out. It's actually more than that. It says recent Biden successes. It goes through. Inflation Reduction Act, lowering gas prices, lowering prescription drug prices, better than expected midterms for Democrats, Brittany Griner's release from Russia, and Respect for Marriage Act. And I thought to myself, is there even one success on the board there? Is there one? Is there anything that you would look at and say, wow, that's a good accomplishment or a success? I would argue no. And in fact, that's what I'm about to do. I'm going to argue no. Let's go through them one by freaking one. Are you ready? Biden's success or accomplishment number one, according to CNN, the Inflation Reduction Act. The Inflation Reduction Act is a bill, 
And when you have a bill that passes uh, the Senate and the House and, and you sign it as the president of the United States, that is a requirement for your policy to work. However, it does not mean the policy has actually worked. The point of passing a bill is not to pass a bill. It's supposed to do something positive for the country. You can't count it as a success just because you passed it. How many things have passed and then failed? We could all come up with our giant list of bills that have not worked, that have become jokes over the years, as we will eventually, of course, realize with the Inflation Reduction Act. We are looked what, what are we talking about? Inflation going down? Is that is that the big? In, we all know that the Inflation Reduction Act didn't actually target inflation. That's something that pretty much every economist and uh, you know, architect of these types of uh, situations has noted over and over and over again. They use this, of course, to try to win points for the election, and maybe that was, I guess, the the goal. Um, but you know, inflation is still very high. It's a little bit lower than it was. It's still at seven percent. There are many economists who literally believed it could never go to 7% again. They believed that because we, we had, with all the mechanisms we had built into the system, we wouldn't have this type of shock again. It couldn't happen. Well, it did happen. It went up to, what, 9%, and now it's down to 7%. 7% is as high as it's been in about 40 years. We're going to celebrate this, that it's a little bit lower than the worst possible? This is something that the Biden administration is doing all the time. We had, yes, we gave you the worst thing you've ever seen, but now it's the second worst thing you've ever seen. Please praise us for that change. No. Biden's accomplishment or success, number two, lower gas prices. Again, we're talking about the same type of thing here. Gas prices were really low when Joe Biden took office. They skyrocketed for 18 months, and now they've come down for three months. In fact, let me show you uh, the chart. Here it is. This is the Gas Buddy chart of gas prices. When Joe Biden took over, you can see it, it was about $2 a gallon. And then it went up to $5 a gallon, and now it's back to $3 a gallon, or actually more like $3.20 per gallon. It has not, it's come back a little more than halfway from the ridiculous peak, and it's still at the highest point that we've seen at least going back to 2018 and, and long before that. This is not an accomplishment. Screwing things up really badly and then having a period of time where it's not quite as bad is not an accomplishment. No. By the way, they're way, way up from the guy they said was the worst president of all time. Not an accomplishment. Biden's accomplishment or success, number three, according to CNN, lower prescription drug prices. And this one... I have to admit, really set me off. Lower prescription drug prices. Is that real? Is that true? Now, we all know that prices went way, way up. They've been going up. Drug prices go up often. Not all the time, though. There's some people who have up, you know, up months and down months. It's sort of a mix, typically, for any given administration. Let me show you the month-by-month -month change. And I put this all the way back to 2012 so you can see it. You will see. There are sometimes up months for drug prices, sometimes down months for drug prices. But let me give you the Biden administration. Before he took office, the last months of the Trump administration, there was one, two, three, four, five, five straight months of them being down. Okay, 
That's when Biden took over. When he took over, before he had passed really any policies, he had a a stretch of of six out of seven months where prices went down. This is in 2021. Okay, last year, prices when Biden got in, he came in with six straight months of prices going down and then six out of seven months. Once he took over, prices continued to go down. So he took over with prices going down before he did anything. They continued to go down. What happened when Biden's policies started kicking in? Um, September 2021 up October 2021 up November up December up January up February up March up April up. May, slightly down. June, flat. July, up. August, up. September, up. October, up. And November, after all of those up months, down 0.3%. That's what they're talking about as an accomplishment with prices going down. I kid you not. That's actually what they're saying. I think because that's the best piece of evidence there is to support it. Let me show you the chart. Again, you see uh, you see when Joe Biden took over at the beginning of 2021, prices have been going down for a while. Then they peaked super duper high and now they've come down slightly off of those massive highs. However, this is not something to brag about. And I thought, could they possibly be making an argument that it's this thin, this pathetic? No. I mean, it's certainly possible they are, but I mean, there has to be something else, right? There has to be something else out there. And I thought to myself, well, what about the Inflation Reduction Act? Now, the Inflation Reduction Act, this big bill that they passed, had some parts of it in there that were about prescription drugs. And you think, well, maybe that's what they're referring to. First of all, I would note on the graphic, you're giving him credit twice for the Inflation Reduction Act in that scenario. You've already given him credit as a success for the entire bill. And now you're giving him credit for part of the bill separately that brings down uh, prices on prescription drugs. But still, you, maybe I'm, uh, that you would say, okay, you're just quibbling here. Okay, yes, they gave him a couple lines on that, but it's a big deal. Prices have gone down and it's because of this bill. Well, prices haven't gone down really. We just showed you that. But let me give you the details of this bill. This is completely insane. You've heard this. Well, they're going to negotiate drug prices. This is going to make prices go down. The good, good job by the Biden administration. Let's let's be all let's cheer. Let's clap. Here are the details. When do negotiations begin? Well, it's going to be a while. Drugs are selected, just picking which drugs can be negotiated. That list will be published on September 1st, 2023. So, no, I don't think they brought prices down. After that, the negotiation process will begin between the HHS secretary and drug manufacturers. That's October 1st, 2023. That goes on all all the way for 10 months of negotiation until August 1st, 2024. Then the... It will take them another month to actually publish the list of maximum fare prices. That happens on September 1st, 2024. And then the negotiated prices will take effect in 2026. So no, no, no. 
Joe Biden has not brought down prescription drug prices, even if this catastrophic cacophony of negotiations actually works. It won't happen until 2026 at the very earliest. Keep that in mind when they constantly brag about it. Next Biden accomplishment or success, as CNN called it, better than expected midterms for Democrats. Yeah, that is how they talk about this constantly on CNN. Is it really? Is this a success? You lost the house, had the house, lost the house. Not a success. You lost. You had all the power. Now you no longer have the power. We played the clip for you a bunch of times as the show started. Nancy Pelosi saying it was the last thing she'd ever say as a a leader of the House, Speaker of the House. Why? Is she just bored? Does she want to go home? Does she have so much Jenny's ice cream to eat in her multiple freezers that she can't stay at work? No, Democrats lost. And yes, they performed slightly, slightly better than people expected over the last couple of weeks before the election. However, they also performed worse than what everyone said they were going to do in the summer. This is not a success. No, no. Next Biden accomplishment. Brittany Griner's release from Russia. Wow, what an accomplishment, an incredible success. Look, I'm happy Brittany Griner is no longer in a Russian prison camp. And she's back here in the United States. All, all my huge wagers on WNBA games will be forever changed. She's an American citizen. I want her back here. Absolutely. But that is a benefit analysis. That's what that is, a benefit analysis. Is it good that Brittany Griner is back? Sure. But this was a trade. When you analyze a trade, you need to do a cost-benefit analysis. We release one of America's and the world's greatest terrorists and we got back a center. The worst trade anyone ever talks about it, and I think it is the worst trade ever. Why? Because it helped the Dallas Cowboys. Herschel Walker traded from the Cowboys for like 19,000 draft picks that builds a dynasty in my high school years for the stupid Dallas Cowboys. If you're the Minnesota Vikings, you might look back at that trade and say, well, we got Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker is a good player. Look at us. Congratulations. What a great trade. No, you have to do a cost-benefit analysis. The cost was you emptied out your franchise for a decade. So, no, it was not a good trade. Hey, I just went to the store and bought a new couch. Isn't it a beautiful couch? Sure, it's a couch. It's nice. It's somewhat comfortable. Thank you so much for buying this couch. How much did it cost? $1 million. Is that a good purchase? You got a couch. You should celebrate. We got a couch. You spent a million dollars on a couch. By the way, with Biden inflation, probably is costing about a million dollars these days. No, not a success. No. The Respect for Marriage Act is the next success. I think that's the last one they have. The Respect for Marriage Act. Okay. You think you you want gay marriage uh, to be uh, codified in law. Congratulations. Uh, Was there any opposition really to this? You got a bunch of Republicans. Wouldn't have gotten done without Republicans. Uh, But I guess we'll count that as a Biden success. Or should we? 
Because let me be clear about the Respect for Marriage Act. Forget whether you think it's a good bill. Forget whether you think gay marriage is right. Forget whether you think interracial marriage should be allowed, because I know there's a lot of pushback on that these days. But let's be clear here. The Respect for Marriage Act literally does nothing for anyone. It literally changes nothing. It doesn't mean gay people can get married more often. It doesn't mean that their, their, their uh, marriages will last any longer. There is a Supreme Court decision. It, it's already in the past. We remember the whole situation. It changed nothing for anyone. We have done a nationwide search. We've looked for everyone all across the country trying to find one single person. We've got a staff of thousands combing the country right now to find one single person that this bill actually affected. And you know what we found? Nothing. Not one single person. Now, in theory, I don't know, multiple decades from now, maybe there'll be some Supreme Court, which, by the way, has currently one justice who wants to talk about overturning the Obergefell case. One, Clarence Thomas, that's it. No one else signed on to that, uh, that uh, couple of sentences that they're basing this on. There is no support in the Supreme Court other than Clarence Thomas. There is no prospect for this to be overturned anytime soon. The, the opinion polling on this, unlike abortion, where we were at a 50-50 split for a very long time, this one has moved dramatically in the favor of having gay marriage and, of course, interracial marriage, which obviously already was highly approved. The bottom line here is this is just a uh, it's just a bunch of posturing. It's pure posturing to try to win points with the base. But it does literally nothing for anyone. That's it. So, no, no, not a success. I came up with some. You want to give him some successes. He's had them. Not, I'm not saying there's been no successes in the Biden administration. For example, he hired the first D Department of Energy Depre Deputy Sec Assistant Secretary for Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition in the Office of Nuclear Energy that was transgendered or non-binary or something, and also a luggage kleptomaniac. No one had ever done that before. That had never been a cop. All the presidents we've had, we've never had a luggage kleptomaniac running our nuclear spent fuel uh, storage. That's never happened. That's an accomplishment. He's in increased the scope of American society by completely opening the borders to literally anyone. That's great. That's something he's accomplished. He's decreased humanity's carbon footprint by not flying people back from Afghanistan that were helping our military. Isn't that wonderful? Think of the emissions that were saved. He's helped people avoid materialism by making everything unaffordable. You can't lust after uh, goods and services if you can never afford them. Thank you, Joe Biden. That is a success. He fought against overpopulation by allowing the proliferation of fentanyl to kill off all of our citizens. That's a success. Incredible success after incredible success. Why didn't they list any of these? And he's decreased the prison population by demonizing the police so they all quit and they can't arrest, arrest new criminals. Successes are plentiful in this administration, but apparently CNN hasn't heard about any of those. Joe Biden, despite the fact that they only lost by less in the last election, is still an utter and complete failure. With the holiday season underway, ready-to-eat meal delivery can lend a helping hand. Factor, 
Yes, Factor. I love Factor meals. They're awesome. They shop, they prep, they cook, and they deliver to your door so you can enjoy chef chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals during the holidays, minus the hassle. Plus, with the 34 meals they've got going on per week, they've got all these different categories, Gourmet Plus, Keto, Calorie Smart, Vegan and Veggie, 36-plus weekly add-ons. You'll have plenty of nutritious, flavorful options to choose from. We've had these at our house for a while. Long before they became an advertiser, we were just buying Factor meals. Why? Because they're freaking awesome. They're really good, and it's a lot better than what we normally do for the kids, which is like, I don't know, I'll heat you up a, a nugget or something. I... I don't know. Uh, we, uh, we are not the best chefs. That's why we have Factor doing it for us. Factor's commitment to ingredients with integrity. You can enjoy flavorful chef-crafted meals, guilt-free, like their creamy Parmesan chicken and their three-bean vegan chili, which I can tell you myself, freaking awesome. It's really good. Uh, need a special occasion meal? They can help you with that as well. Gourmet Plus is the perfect solution if you want to go that direction. And when things get hectic around the holidays, you can still eat well. You don't have to, you know, it doesn't have to constantly be cookies that you're picking up all over the place. Get something healthy in your body. They've got between four and 18 meals per week. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We did that last week. We had a bunch of parties and out nights we had to be out. We're like, we don't need as many this week. We cut down the delivery. It's really easy. Head to go.factor75.com slash America60 and get code America60 to get 60% off your first box. Got to write this one down, okay? It's a little bit of a challenge, but you can do it. The code is America60 at go.factor75.com slash America60. Get 60% off your first box right now with the code America60. I am joined once again by the mm. one, the only, oh, the only one we want, Glenn Beck. Uh, his new special coming up 9 p.m. Eastern. Stay tuned. Tonight, it's bigger than Balenciaga, a word I, of course, knew how to pronounce before two mm-hmm. weeks ago. It's the progressive roots of child grooming. Glenn, thanks for coming on the program. You're welcome. Tonight, one warm holiday message from you tonight on the show. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's like a Yule log burning down everything. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, it, now, you're going to go into this, I know, uh, in depth tonight. But this has been a huge story this year. And I, I thought this is our last interview of the year. Is this uh, the is big- this the last interview our last interview, we do a weekly interview. I don't yeah. know if you've noticed this. Uh, this is our last one of the year. We're off after this. You don't need all that whole that. You didn't need. You just last interview with, just this is our last interview. <laughs> you're, what are you, I don't know what you're. I don't know. Okay, well. It might be Should a, we talk about this? Nah, maybe we'll talk later. about this on Friday. Okay. Anyway, um, so <laughs> is this the biggest story of the year? Is it, uh, you know, Balenciaga is obviously just an element of this story, but like, People are waking up to something weird. I don't even know the stories that happened this year. Did Russia invade this year or was it last year? That was this year. You sure? Pretty much, (laughs) Pretty much. I think it was this year. I can't. I mean, it's not me, right? I mean, it's like. It's hard to remember. I mean, that feels like an eternity ago. An eternity Doesn't it? It feels like it should be at least 2021. Yeah. But I don't think it was. I mean, if you're in Kiev, I'm, I'm sure it doesn't yeah, sure, feel yeah. like yeah. an eternity ago. But like yeah. to us, it does feel like it's an old Forever. story. Yeah. Um, abortion. Was that this summer? <laughs> that was this summer. That was definitely 62422. That I know. That was Judas six months ago. I know. Obviously, biggest story of the year there. Um, so, so wait, so you think the biggest story of the year, definitely the Roe versus Wade thing being overturned. Is that, would that be your... Well, let's let's look at it for a second. That's definitely top three. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, um, and I don't know how to phrase this exactly. 
the election this year, I think, was, for me, mm-hmm. one of the biggest stories of the year because it showed how sick the patient really is. When, when John Fetterman just wins, uh, when the economy is where it is and they skate, um, the illness, we're in critical condition. So what I learned from that is right there in the top five. Let me tie that one as we're going through these to your special tonight. Part of me, I look at the results from this election and what I expected as far as, like I didn't expect a red tsunami, but I expected more than we got, I would say. Um, Part of the the thing that I expected to come out of that was to, to kind of put this in Democrats' face and say, your approach is He's not wrong. going to work for you. The market is going is not going to reward you for this behavior, Correct. right? Correct. But the market, in a way, sort of did. Re- oh yeah, no, it didn't reject them. it. It didn't fully reject it. Yeah. Now they look, they lost the house. This is not a win, but no. still, yeah, it but was not as 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 damaging to the. Have the left you as known of a time where our country is more off track with its principles than right now? Mm. I don't. I don't and, either. Uh, to have the house only slip by in in almost a reaction a a a record marginal win Mm -hmm. um is phenomenal absolutely phenomenal it shows how sick we are it also i mean there's a couple of things we talked about it on the air today that just a few years ago i swore off the word evil i don't want to call things evil anymore because Everything was called evil. At least I was calling it. This is evil. That is evil. What's he doing evil? Getting overused. Overused. And evil is a real thing. And, um, and uh, you know, I've kind of abandoned that lately. Um, I've noticed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can get this from, like, tonight. There's no other way to describe what's happening with the grooming of our children other than evil. This is evil. This is... We were talking about Rick DeS- uh, Ron DeSantis, and um, I think he's a great governor. I wish he was our governor. I wish I lived in Florida at times. Um, he's a great leader, doing a great job. Love him. But what is he known for? What is he known for? Um, he's known for you know pushing back against Disney. Yeah. Uh, pushing back against some of the mandates. Uh, Pushing against ESG. ESG. All things I love. Mm -hmm. Really important things. But what is he for? What is he saying, this is our future? We're headed here. That hasn't happened. We are playing defense against evil Mm. instead of playing offense on God's team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And nobody is is looking. We are. Th- th- that's the nice thing that I learned this year is don't be overwhelmed by it all. You know, that's the biggest problem. Everything is on fire. Yeah, it's one. It's one arsonist. It's one arsonist. That's it. Evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of it stems from that. So that should give you a much better way to frame the battle you fight differently because we haven't named our opponent our opponent is evil Hmm. our opponent is the antichrist behavior that is being encouraged right now on the DeSantis part of this i mean wouldn't if what we're facing is evil 
shouldn't that be what he's doing? Shouldn't absolutely, but nobody has articulated the greater um, fight. Mm-hmm. You know, you you can't win against the Nazis if you won't declare Nazism is evil. Here's the head of it. Done. Okay, you can't. Um, and we are not calling this battle for what it is. We keep saying it's the school teachers. It's this. It's this. Mm-mm. They're all connected. They're all connected. And they all have the same underlying root, and that is destruction of everything, chaos in everything. Okay? There's only one author of that. So the way to fight it is to first identify what you're fighting and then identify that what you've been trying to do is not working. Mm. Okay? It's clearly not working. Why? Because we haven't identified what we're really fighting against and then said, what are the tools that you use to fight against that? Uh, So we're both obviously market guys. Uh, Typically, we want the the market usually will give you the answer, the right answer at some point. I think you can make the argument with DeSantis in particular that he is doing both of these things. He 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 does have a vision for the future. He's governing very very well very in the well. state of Florida. He's doing those things, but no one really seems to notice or care. The market is saying, "Tell me about how you're going to be, ang- you know, mad at Disney this week. Tell tell me how you're going to be pushing back against ESG or or uh, you know this this the left. What you know what we're kind of talking about in the evil sort of context here." That seems to be what people want, mm-hmm. but is that oh, it enough? Is. Um, it is enough for a state, and it's enough to hold it back, but it's not enough when he goes away. You know, Reagan was a movement. Mm. Reagan was a movement. And those who followed Reagan loved America. I think Donald Trump had, has some of that. His following loves America. But you need to be, reach beyond, okay? Um, and I think a lot of DeSantis's followers love America, but he has to—he has to show us why these things are right, and um, and why this will build a brighter future for everybody. Reagan—he's better than DeSantis. I think is better than Reagan in getting things done, you know, legally. Mm-hmm. Um, but Reagan was a better orator. Yeah, he was yes, much better course, at, yeah. at at getting you to feel the ideas and move people. And move that people. Um, That's not a slam on DeSantis. No, no, no. no. Right. I mean, you're yeah. comparing it to Ronald Reagan. Yeah. it's like saying, you know, it's not quite Michael Jordan. I mean, I, right? You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, at the beginning of the year, you sort of made a, you kind of put a stake in in the ground and said, this is the biggest story of the year. When you released a book called The ESG. Great Reset and it was about ESG and all those things. You know, that's a good and, point. This might be, it might be the biggest, there's, let me give you two examples. Um, I'm going to add this ESG to the list uh, on this list. I, I wouldn't say it's the biggest story of the year that people know about, but it may be end up having, you know, the abortion kind of effect where that changes things more than people understand. You know what I mean? The ESG is falling apart. It is absolutely falling apart. Not that we've won, but it is taking on water 
like nobody's business. And we just saw Mother Jones um, did a big article on where is all of this coming from? And they gave us credit. (laughs) Uh, Well, I don't think it was credit. It was more blame. Yeah, more blame that uh, we are the head of the snake of the anti-ESG movement. Good. Um, So that one and the other story that won't get credit is CBDC, or CB, yeah, DC, Central Bank Digital Currency. Mm. That The fact that that has just flown under the radar and is already in testing at the Fed level and the banking level, they're already using it, um, that is going to be, that one story, that one item is going to change freedom all over the world if they do it the way they're, talking about doing it. I mean, there's, I know you're always hesitant to, to go through timing situations, but from the central bank digital currency to the Chinese social credit system, how long does that take? Not long, right? Oh, Stu, you can just turn it will feel as long, off. it will feel as long as it's been since the invasion of Ukraine, okay? It'll Ancient. it will feel yeah. like it's been a long time, but it will probably be 6 months. It's going to take an event, an economic event to get us to do this. And they will close the banks and say there's going to be a run on the bank. They'll close people's pie holes like mine who are warning you don't do it. Um, and they will reset everything reopen and your account will now be run by the Fed and there's currency in there. And you can go ahead and use that digital currency. It's all ready for you. Um, but you can still use cash. You know, you could still use your other, you know, funds. Um, but this currency is only going to be good for a little while. So use this and more will come into your account to be able to help you through these tough times. But turn in your currency now because you'll get one to one. And in a few months, it'll be 50 percent less. So in a year, you won't be able to use your U.S. dollar. Hmm. So that's kind of maybe the big story of the next year. Uh, Hopefully it doesn't happen that fast, but it could. All right. Um, And, you know, we only mentioned it quickly. uh, The the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Did you ever do you ever think you'd see that day? I mean, you've been doing this show for a long time. Did you ever think, okay, yeah, there's going to be a day when the Supreme Court says, yeah, this Stu, is shut. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think I ever thought there would be a day that 90% of what we talk about was going to ever happen in America. Right. I mean, that's just one example. But if we would have gone back, had I said to you the specific headlines that we read every day today in 2010, I could tell you the general direction, but I couldn't tell you the headlines. If I would have told you the headlines, I don't think I would have believed them. Incredible. Incredible. So far, so fast. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Beck, we're going to be talking about that a little bit tonight. A special is bigger than Balenciaga. The Progressive Roots of Child Grooming and is coming up next at 9 p.m. Eastern. Of course, the best way is to watch with the Blaze TV account. Go to blazetv.com slash stew. Use the promo code stew and you can save 10 bucks off your subscription. Glenn, thanks for coming on. Did you already take your microphone off? I'm gone. Wait, why? This is a hologram. We- I'm not even here. You know, buying or selling a home is already one of the most stressful things you can do, and it can be 10 times worse if you're not working with the right agent. Generally speaking, our homes are our biggest investments. So what do we do? 
we, we entrust that, of course, to somebody we maybe bumped into at a Starbucks. Maybe someone who's a friend of a friend of a friend, right? That's all you do. No, you shouldn't do that. Get the best agent. Get the advantage on your side of this transaction. It's the biggest one you're ever going to deal with. That's why we always talk about realestateagentsitrust.com. They work with the best agents in every market, and they do their homework. They make sure they talk to every agent before inviting them to join the network. They look at all the results. They go through the entire process. Uh, No part-time or inexperienced agents. The team makes the introduction and then follows you through the process. So how do you get involved? Go to realestateagentsitrust.com, realestateagentsitrust.com. Head there today, find the best agent in your town. It's realestateagentsitrust.com, realestateagentsitrust.com. All right, um, this Friday is, what is that, tomorrow? No, it's two days from now, right? Two days from now is the Christmas twist. It's going to be on this particular program. It's everybody's favorite Christmas tradition, the best Christmas movie ever made, it is sort of a parody of, a, of Hallmark-type movies, uh, including an incredible performance from our own Pat Gray. <laughs> it was, it was uh, just a bizarre. Jeffy's in it. My wife is in it. Glenn Beck is in it. It is a show. I'll tell you that. And it's available this Friday, uh, right on this broadcast. We've also got some other Christmas treats for you on Friday, as it will be our last show of the year. So we do appreciate you checking it out. It's The Christmas Twist, the greatest Christmas movie of all time, available on this program YouTube.com slash America as well. Are you looking for a last-minute Christmas gift? Do you need to find something that's actually cool for somebody that you like? It gets difficult because who knows what to get somebody. I don't know. I will tell you this. If I can recommend something to you. Box of Awesome. Get the Box of Awesome for somebody that you like. Box of Awesome from Bespoke Post. They, uh, if basically, it's it's one of these like services that will give you really, really cool uh, items that maybe you don't even think about. You know, I, I you can kind of, they have a bunch of different categories. So you can take their quiz at boxofawesome.com and you, your answers will help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. Uh, I was on the, uh, the tra- like one that I was talking about travel because I'm always running around. You know, we have to fly here and there and everywhere all the time. I got this great travel bag that I can bring on a plane super easily. Uh, holds all my stuff. Like it's cool. It's it's really rugged and and um, and you know it's not the junky stuff I used to have. Uh, really stylish as well. Got a great gym bag out of this. Uh, also got a, I, t- I think I mentioned this a, a bag that actually doubles as a suit bag, but then folds kind of up with this crazy zipper into a uh, into a travel bag. It's awesome. Um, it's a box of awesome. This is what you get every single month. Different things from maybe companies you've never heard of, small companies, up-and-coming companies. It's just great. It's a great gift, and I think you're going to love it. It's free to sign up. You can skip a month or cancel any time. If you're buying it for someone else, buy them a few months. They're going to like it. They're probably going to extend it, but it's a great gift. You get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code STU at checkout. It's boxofawesome.com. Code is STU. Get 20% off your first box don't miss out these holidays. Get a box of awesome for you or someone you love. Boxofawesome.com. Code is Stu. Joe Biden has signed the gay marriage law. He calls it a blow against hate. I just, I mean, just the phrasing. Can we? All right. Um, Biden is also bracing for 14,000 migrants a day on the border. Uh, because his border policy is a disaster, they're going to get rid of Title 42, which is going to make it much, much worse. This is supposed to happen on December 22nd. So if you like, uh, you know, it's kind of like Santa, right? It's just somebody you don't necessarily know coming into your house. 
Uh, so don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Uh, shockingly, even with this news, the Americans have little appetite for a Biden-Trump rematch in 2024. About six in 10 Republicans and Republican leaners say they want their party to nominate someone other than Donald Trump. About 60, about six out of 10 Republicans as well say the same thing on the Democratic side about Joe Biden. And there's a new ad out, actually, um, from a group in New Hampshire who's trying to take action to stop Joe Biden from running. This is a Democratic group, a Democratic ad. You'll certainly hear some truth in here, but mainly what you're getting this, this is a, from a, if you kind of think of it as almost like a Bernie Sanders AOC wing of the party opposing Joe Biden's run in 2024. Let me show you the ad. It's absolutely critical that we don't allow a Republican to win the White House in 2024. I'm concerned with Joe Biden's low polling. With his low popularity, is way too much of a gamble. If he runs, the election is at serious risk. Joe Biden representing the status quo in 2024 simply won't cut it. We can't afford to risk the White House or a Republican who could defeat status quo Joe. The threat of the GOP has become all too obvious. The stakes could not be higher. Our ideas are way more popular than Joe Biden is. Joe Biden running undermines the Democratic Party's chances in 2024. There's no question that we have a climate emergency. It's a question of willingness to do something about it. It's not the time for half measures. All Americans need universal health care now. There's no room to compromise when our abortion rights are on the line. We can't afford to lose. Don't run, Joe. Don't run, Joe. Don't run, Joe. Don't run, Joe. Sign the petition at don'trunjoe.org. Look, obviously these are left-wing complaints about Biden that I don't agree with, um, but it's true. I mean, it, it, w- would it help Republicans if Joe Biden runs again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I got to give, give the left-wing nutjobs some credit there. Status quo Joe is kind of good. I, I think it's good, and it's not maybe the catchiest thing in the world, but I think it does kind of show, I mean, I could see DeSantis picking that up, saying, yeah, well, you want status quo Joe? Is that what you really want? I don't. I don't think a lot of people do. This seems, though, to be yet another pretense for yet another Bernie Sanders presidential run. Won't that be hilarious? I mean, why not? I think he should run at least until he's 100 years old. Every single election he can get into until he's 100, he's got to stay in. I think that's a rule. Uh, So there you go. Uh, Don'trunjoe.org. Make sure to review the show. We appreciate it. Five stars is the appropriate number of stars. This one comes in. Whatever. I actually listen for the guests, but whatever. Five stars. All right. I mean, you gave me five stars. I don't care. Another one. Uh, Whatever. I hate this show, which is what which is why I listen to every single episode. Stu never makes me laugh, and his take on the topics of the day is always worse than Glenn's. Look, both of those came along with five freaking stars, so I don't care. Uh, Thank you so much. Make sure to review and rate the show. Follow the podcast as well. We do appreciate it. Okay, so here's what happened. We have this situation with HOV lanes. I like these stories because people try desperately to avoid traffic at any cost, and they will do anything to do this. We, We talked about the pregnant woman who got pulled over, got a ticket, for, for being the only person in a car in an HOV lane. Well, she had a baby, a fetus, uh, a baby in her belly. Uh, second, really. Um, and she uh, got off. She actually won the case. And I think that's fantastic. This person's a little bit different. Uh, was uh, ticketed uh, after in, in Arizona after someone saw a suspicious passenger. Uh, and it was, uh, it was the Grinch. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're going to put an inflatable person in the per- thing next, get a blow-up doll, right? Like... Don't use a Grinch. A Grinch is green. Everyone's going to notice the Grinch. Just put a a real, ask Jeffy what the most realistic blow-up doll is and then put it in your side. There you go.